welcome to a new episode of our podcast for this particular podcast we have mr boban vergis all the way from india with us and uh, we're going to be discussing um devotionals having devotional time with the lord spending time with him um and uh, we welcome you um uncle um podcast and uh, i'd like to start with the first question which is when i say devotional what comes to your mind what does it mean in essence uh sharing for uh, the uh, podcast and uh, so getting into the subject is when uh, mm-hmm. we when devotional comes into mind there are primarily three types and they build on each other mm-hmm. first thing is when you look at devotional is your own personal devotional that okay. first happens with you as an individual and then okay. you know if you're part of a family then you look at a, a family based uh, devotion where the members of a family come together and that goes spreads to a larger community which probably is the church or you have a prayer meeting with a, a few together and you have a devotional time with them also so the primarily three but the 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 way it is done is it builds up your experience on each of those so you know the critical one is the personal devotional and then from there you build it up you share what you know with your family and then from there you go into the community okay so um devotional time is basically in essence spending time with the lord right and uh, like you said there are three um, ways almost how you could do it one is on a personal level the other would be uh, with your family um, and the third would be with a larger group it could be your church or at a prayer meeting or places like that now um, why do you think it's important to have a devotional uh, can we do without it can a christian go about being a christian without having devotionals Well, see, basically the whole concept of Christianity is that, you know, uh, it is not something that you are born with, you know, mm-hmm, it's, not, mm-hmm. it's, it's not something that you inherit. Religion yes. is not something that you inherit. Absolutely. Here, it is a, a religion is always a personal relationship with your God or whom mm-hmm. you worship, whom you want to learn of or whom you want to meditate upon. And mm-hmm. so that is where it becomes important is that this is not something that is inherent or it is not genetic but this right. is a relationship that is being built and so right. for a christian it is so important for him to as he starts his christian life mm-hmm. is that he spends time personally with god because each of us are called to reason out to have a reason for why you are a christian or why you worship your god so yes. then you have to have your own reason it is not because somebody my parents were you know uh, christians and so i became a christian that is mm-hmm. only basically by birth you have a name called christian but you're not a christian yes. unless you have a relationship with god absolutely um in fact the previous episode uh, on this podcast was about that we spoke about cultural christianity how just because you're born in a christian home doesn't make you a christian it has to be your personal walk with the lord your your decision to want to know him more and you know uh, spend your life um, serving him and uh, knowing him and also witnessing for him um 
so uh, you're absolutely right when you say that it has to be a, a an individual's personal decision therefore he has to individually spend time with the lord to know him uh, i often think of uh, marriage as an example because um, in a marriage when two people are brought together especially in india we have uh, so many arranged marriages that happen even today right people yes. are brought together as husband and wife now the way they grow in the relationship is by spending time with each other if they were not spending if they if they lived in two separate rooms in the same house would they get to know each other they wouldn't so in order to build a relationship have a, a happy marriage they have to get to know each other isn't it that's that's very true otherwise it would be mr and mrs but you just mm-hmm. have a title you don't have a marriage yes okay and that's we are right, not looking right. at titles we are not looking mm-hmm. at you know i could have a christian name you know uh, right. if you look at most of the world around us a lot of them mm-hmm. have christian names but they are yes. not christians they are not they have not mm-hmm. made a choice for learning mm-hmm. or having a relationship with god and so mm-hmm. title doesn't make you you know mm-hmm. you know uh, just like you know you have a mrs title if you don't have a relationship right. with your husband you know that mrs title mm-hmm. is of no use or mr title is of no use to you yes that's uh, that's a beautiful way to explain it um and like um you previously said about how your personal devotional time the time that you spend with him on a personal level is different can be different from uh, the time that you spend with him say in a family setting or in a in a group setting now um if someone um has to spend time with the lord on their own and they've never done it before um how would you say someone has to go about it but see the the call is for everyone to you know be persuaded in his own heart or his own mind mm-hmm. of who god is mm-hmm. okay and so that's that's where the 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 scripture puts the foundation let every mm-hmm. man be persuaded in his own mind mm mm-hmm. Okay so it is not like how you start off by you could be born as a christian your parents were christians you mm-hmm. may have been dedicated in a church you may mm-hmm. even have gone into a baptism in a church mm-hmm. all that but it doesn't make you a christian there the christian mm-hmm. starts when you are persuaded in your own mind and when you if you have to be persuaded in your own mind you have to mm-hmm. learn to get to talk to god to learn of him and then mm-hmm. to understand who he is do you know his character and mm-hmm. is this the character that you like to be you know associated with you know it's a relationship mm-hmm. is always like that you take a marriage relationship it's a similar thing you know right. you you cannot live with a husband if you do not like his character mm-hmm. okay so there is a learning that happens here is that you mm-hmm. first of all will have to learn who god is what his character is and then you will be you would like to worship him in mm-hmm. the scripture calls it as in, in spirit and in truth because you have right. now known the truth about god and then you say mm-hmm. this is the god i want to worship and you start mm-hmm. that so this is only possible when you spend your own personal time your own mm-hmm. time studying about god mm-hmm. yes um that is so true and uh, although we're having this discussion i don't want the listeners to think that because we're intellectualizing the whole thing it is just that it is not it's a very spiritual thing because spending time with the lord is a is is a spiritual matter it's your personal time with the lord that's how you grow and uh, uh when you were when you were answering um, just a couple of minutes ago i was thinking of um 
the wise and the foolish virgins when the in the story of uh, that we find in Matthew 25 um when the foolish virgins come come back they they go looking for oil they don't find it when they come back they don't see the wise virgins they've all gone in and uh, they go and knock the door and when the bridegroom opens and they and they want to come in right um uh, but the bridegroom tells them that uh, i did not know you now we know that the bridegroom here is jesus he says i do not know you now obviously that does not mean that he doesn't literally know them because he, he is essentially our creator isn't it but what he meant is you have no relationship with me we have no relationship so christianity really boils down to your relationship with jesus and like you said it's not about the title that you hold it 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 cannot be about anything else but your relationship with him yeah very very true so when you look at the uh, the 10 uh, virgins and the five mm-hmm. wise and the five foolish it's very mm-hmm. very interesting part of it is that you know the foolish ones they thought that just because they have a title they have they have a mm-hmm. right to enter in there and so this is where mm-hmm. the bridegroom says hey we, we've not known each other so how do you come mm-hmm. inside here Mm-hmm. okay you mm-hmm. you've called yourself a christian you you said you you knew all about uh, you know my my coming you you knew everything about it but that didn't prepare you to have a relationship with me and because right. you did not know me as a person you just mm-hmm. missed the whole point here and that's yes. where he basically says is we do not know each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so that's that's where the relationship is established here. and this is where the devotional mm-hmm. time becomes so important because that is where mm-hmm. you have a desire you have established mm-hmm. a desire to say god i want to spend time with you i want mm-hmm. to learn of you i want to do this now a lot of times we make it a routine to say you know just like how we you know uh, before we go to sleep or after when we rise up we do this mm-hmm. quick prayer and say oh okay yeah, thank you god for helping me to get up or god keep me safe when i go to sleep but mm-hmm. you know that that is just a surface level thing but if you want to really know god then you need to really sit and spend time meditate on his word allow him to speak to you through his word yes that is that that is so beautifully put um and uh, uncle do you think that singing like praising him uh, singing hymns to him can be part of uh, someone's uh, devotional time but well, see basically the, the singing you know uh, or the praises came mm-hmm. from individuals who were mm-hmm. inspired who had a relationship with god okay mm-hmm. and they they these uh, poems or these psalms or uh, these songs all mm-hmm. came out of that personal relationship with god okay right now for us to use that it means mm-hmm. is that one i learned that song it is not the music mm-hmm. that i'm learning on but i learned mm-hmm. the words i am mm-hmm. trying to go try to go and understand and experience that same message that comes to us through that song mm-hmm. so be it a psalm when when uh, the the psalmist writes uh, the lord is my shepherd in psalms 23 i can repeat mm-hmm. it by routine i can sing it mm-hmm. but if i don't yes. experience this and believe in it that god you are mm-hmm. my shepherd that this is all that yes. i want even if i walk mm-hmm. through the most difficult circumstances you are there with me if i don't believe mm-hmm. it it just becomes a mere mm-hmm. word that i'm singing and if the songs are just the music that you're playing it just is meaningless mm-hmm. to you 
true true because um, I am um, even when I have to look back at my uh, journey I would I was born in a Christian home but I was really not a, not a Christian on a personal level so Jesus was 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 a character that I read about I read his stories I knew his stories um, I knew about God the Father I knew about the Holy Spirit and all, all of these things but but only when you um, accept him as your savior when you start spending time with him only then he comes out of those pages he doesn't remain a character in the bible he becomes personal to you True. so he's no more someone who's just just jesus um that you've read about but he's mm-hmm. the jesus that you know for yourself so when someone asks you about him you are not only able to tell tell them about jesus and his stories from the bible but you're able to portray jesus in your own life don't you think so yes very true it is so that that is where it, it becomes so important is that mm-hmm. you know when we go through these life experiences for example you sing the song holy holy you know god you are mm-hmm. holy and mm-hmm. all that it it is taken from a scripture where the angels sing holy 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 but yes. you know but the critical thing in that is when you try to understand if you say god mm-hmm. you're holy and then if your mind mm-hmm. is wandering away to the earthly things and your uh, you know your earthly pressures or your pressure or your pleasure or your worries mm-hmm. okay and mm-hmm. you're not your mind is not ready to accept that god's holiness mm-hmm. needs to come into my own life that i need to give up yeah. these things that i can also experience that holiness like how the angels mm-hmm. declare that god you're holy Mm-hmm. Okay so which means is that now I'm committing my life to make mm-hmm. my life holy okay just right. like what the angels were trying to say is god you are holy because now they are dedicating their whole life to say you are holy mm-hmm. okay so mm-hmm. there's nothing you know uh, common or perverse or anything that i mm-hmm. should fill my mind with okay. right so this is where it is is that you know the experience is all this is now it it all starts with when we number one there is a desire to know god and mm-hmm. as i if once a desire comes in there the next process is okay now if i want to know god the best way to know god is there are two three things one the scripture mm-hmm. that is there okay mm-hmm. the other is the first revelation that god gave the first book that mm-hmm. he wrote was the book of nature that he put to us okay nature it yeah. says speaks about mm-hmm. god okay the sure. the psalmist says the heavens declare the glory of god the job mm-hmm. job says in uh, different parts is nature basically declares talks about who god is okay mm-hmm. then then the second thing is that you see by your own experience that is that was a second book if you see when scripture was written before scripture was written mm-hmm. it was experience mm-hmm. that was shared between different you know generations to say that this is who god is this is how his character is and so that mm-hmm. that reality of who god is comes becomes personal to you okay and the third one what god gave us the scriptures which was in a written mm-hmm. form in the book and so you mm-hmm. you start reading through that so all these three become you know integrate itself for you to mm-hmm. become a whole you know relationship that is formed mm-hmm. with god yes yes that's that is so beautiful he's so beautiful um, also um, just with the uh, the explanation you just gave us now people um, 
have to understand that Christianity is not just a religion. Christianity is a lifestyle. So you can see Christ in everything, everything around us. Um, he created not only humans, but everything around us, the nature, the animals, the birds, the fish in the sea. So, so um, you not just looking at the Bible, but you can look all around you and still see um, the work and the hand, um, handicraft of the Lord. Correct. Isn't that so beautiful? Yeah. You can see him everywhere. And, and that is why the scripture also says you can, you can have your relationship with God into a reality mm-hmm. form. That's where he's, you know, the mm-hmm. psalmist says this, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Now, yes. that is a, yes. a relationship that you can experience and he says, you can taste it. In fact, when Jesus mm-hmm. tells uh, Thomas, okay, mm-hmm. Thomas, you you have this doubt, okay. Now, Jesus didn't go and read to him a scripture or a portion or anything as such. He says, come and mm-hmm. touch and see experience right. to this thing and so there is an experiential part that comes into it mm-hmm. and that only is possible when we start learning and more and more about God mm-hmm. yes that is so true and uh, often when we when we're looking at any subject uh, from the Bible we try and uh, look back at some of the examples we have in the Bible like um, some of the stories some of the characters and for this particular uh, subject, we don't have to go too far because we can just just look at Jesus. Because um, if you read about uh, Jesus's life as a human when he was living amidst uh, us on this earth, he woke up early in the morning, even before the sun rose, and he would go out and spend time with his father. And he did it um, regularly because that's where he drew his strength from. So, um, what better example than Jesus, isn't it? Yeah, very true. Because that's that's the best example where you have, you know, directly it says is that Jesus goes early morning to spend time mm-hmm. in solitude. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, there are different. It says as his custom was, he went into the synagogue to pray. Okay, yes. but yes. it it also says that he goes into solitude, like early morning, mm-hmm. as you said, was he goes early morning before everybody mm-hmm. gets up before you know mm-hmm. uh, he gets busy with the the things or the demands of the world he is mm-hmm. looking for strength to know god to keep his mind mm-hmm. free from all the pressures that come upon him to know who god mm-hmm. is and to declare just like the angels that god you are holy keep my mind holy completely acceptable yes. to you yes because um, when the hustle of the day starts and if you've not really spent time with the Lord, it's like you're, you're trying to run your car without fuel, isn't it? So if you fill fuel in the morning and you don't have to worry about you know, driving around your car in the hustle of the day. So um, that's um, not, a, not a great analogy, but uh, it can explain how um, giving that first part of your day to the Lord, it's really not just about Him that... Yes, he's the king and you, you're worshipping him, but it's it's got so much to do with you because it's a time that the Lord also works in you through that time that you spend with him. Yeah, very true because, you know, you're, the moment you go through this early morning or the, the first thing that you want to do with God, you give it to God, mm-hmm. you're giving your priority mm-hmm. to say that, you know, God, you're the priority in my life. I want you mm-hmm. to be first filled in my mind because then mm-hmm. I would allow you know you to help me make the decisions that I face with my life. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it would be like when I face a challenge, I say, "Oh God, where are you?" Okay, 
but you do not have a relationship with him and so you know god does not seem to exist at that time you just want him to mm-hmm. resolve your problem and that becomes mm-hmm. a difficult thing because you do not know the will of god you do not know his ways you do not know what he wants what he wants you to do right right it's like walking in darkness isn't it because the lord um like psalm 27 one uh, says the lord is my light and my salvation so if he is the light anything apart from him is darkness that is the things of the world so when you're walking in light you're able to see what's in your path but let's say you're walking in darkness you don't know what's what lies in your path right you you might bump into a stone and fall and uh, you had no idea that stone was on your path but when you're in the light you're able to see the stone you're able to you know sort of walk around it and maneuver yourself and you know keep yourself from falling so um it is walking in light when you're walking with the lord don't you think so yes yes so that is where the, the psalmist uh, declares to says you know mm-hmm. the, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my yes. path now you are on the yes. your path of life okay mm-hmm. and uh, as i see as says you know you know darkness fill their uh, minds mm-hmm. and you know gross darkness okay when mm-hmm. when we are mm-hmm. saying what what is a darkness now one mm-hmm. one said the the scripture says is you are my light or the scripture says is your word is my light in the this things and the other says mm-hmm. says darkness fill their minds okay so mm-hmm. when you do not know god naturally it mm-hmm. is basically darkness for you and in darkness you you stumble you fall you hit into things you injure yourself mm-hmm. many things happen in your life mm-hmm. and so this is where mm-hmm. the psalmist calls it says your word is my light and think this is where yes. the devotional yes. time comes is once we accept that to say is let mm-hmm. your word i want to study your word i want to know you so that it can become mm-hmm. my guiding light to face the challenges mm-hmm. that this day gives to me yes and um, i'm i'm sure you can look back at your life and really say that the lord is good because the word says taste and see for yourself right so anybody who has experienced the lord knows that there can be nothing um that can even come close in comparison to what the lord is um the bible also says um in the presence of the lord is fullness of joy so we think that um the things of this world can give us happiness maybe a bigger house a better car or more children or um uh, you know the the temporary things of this world um we think that these things bring us happiness but real joy the fullness of joy which means there is no um there's nothing better than that like that's the ultimate um expression of joy the fullness of joy is found in the presence of the lord so um as we spend time with the lord as we get to know him and we grow into um sort of this relationship because um we also spoke in um some of the previous um uh, episodes about um in initially being intentional about doing this not making it ritualistic uh, like you also mentioned um some time ago but to be um to be intentional about spending time with the lord especially um uh, in the beginning of the day because in the beginning you don't really have um this innate desire to to be with him to spend time with him because you you might find pleasure in so many other worldly things right so initially you have to be intentional about it but then once you grow into that relationship if you've not spent time with him you can you can see that there's a void in you because you're not really in that fullness of joy sort of space yeah isn't it yeah so so you know uh, 
like you said rosie everything every good and perfect gift comes from god be it a family be it a home be it your job be it the 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 things that this world offers you know they can also be to with with god's blessing but we should never discount the fact that you know all this is it 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 is only full that i can enjoy mm-hmm. this when i have a relationship with god when i know him personally because otherwise mm-hmm. the gift that god gives is suddenly our minds mm-hmm. get diverted away to that gift not realizing right. that god is the source of it god is the one who made this world beautiful god is the one who gives mm-hmm. us our, you know things that we need god is the one who says be fruitful and multiply and you know gives you a blessing of having a child and uh, having a home and mm-hmm. you know so that you can now experience and sure. share this experience with the mm-hmm. the family that god has blessed you so it all starts with you having a personal relationship and like i, I told in the beginning was a relationship then once established there then you want to share this joy with your children with your spouse that you know there that experience now is something that becomes more joyful and it also mm-hmm. leads the younger ones to say that hey there is mm-hmm. meaning in doing this there's joy in getting yes. into you know spending time with god and it's not a forced True. event that we want to put on our children or you know into mm-hmm. the family relationship that we have it is it becomes mm-hmm. a voluntary but they all would like to see the experience that a parent has mm-hmm. true that's really true um let's say someone someone who's listening uh wants wants to spend time with the lord um and uh, of course there's so many devotionals available outside right but um the first thing especially um uh, we would recommend someone to do is to go to the word of god because that's the source of the truth isn't it so um if someone wants to start now um is there a particular book in the bible that you might think is a good place for them to start with uh, or start at let's see the the uh, you know the bible is is unique in the way it is presented uh-huh. okay we have the the beginning or you know how sin came about in the genesis you have that uh-huh. account in there uh-huh. okay and then uh-huh. you know how god selects a people to represent him uh-huh. to to show uh-huh. the whole plan of salvation that he tells abraham i'm selecting you so that you will become a blessing to the nations around okay mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. that story just goes on and then you have this whole dramatization of the plan of salvation in the mm-hmm. life of the children of israel okay and then in, right. in that you have those you know experiential songs which we call as the songs uh, you know the the psalms okay and mm-hmm. the poems that uh, you find in the scripture mm-hmm. then you see this as you come right. into the scripture is the new testament the fulfillment of it okay in jesus christ is the gospels that you will see is that the fulfillment of what was yes. pro, uh, spoken about by the prophets of old and then mm-hmm. the next part mm-hmm. is when you will see is that you know the experiential uh, uh, knowledge that the disciples now mm-hmm. go ahead and share that paul says is that you know i have seen people i know people who have seen the resurrection i'm just not making up a story mm-hmm. here and then he goes on to you know yes. giving encouragement to people you know peter goes on to explain mm-hmm. that then we have john giving us a promise of his soon coming mm-hmm. which is there in right. the book of revelation so all these things put together and so somewhere when you would like to start us the best way is to start when mm-hmm. you when you are in relationship 
is to choose parts mm-hmm. of it so like what i would do is i look at both the old testament and the new testament mm-hmm. okay and mm-hmm. sometimes even read yeah. a psalm so there are a lot of reading plans that are available which puts a mix of this mm-hmm. and each of these are inspirational yes. for us you know one mm-hmm. is the the reason for what has happened how god made this world the second part is mm-hmm. the the experience of joy that the psalmist sings and then the third part mm-hmm. is the the fulfillment of us in the new testament so right. i would say is yeah. that the best way is to choose parts of this so that you can you know have mm-hmm. a wonderful experience in your meditation mm mm-hmm. mm Yes, uh, our hope and prayer uh, is that everybody who's listening uh, will be encouraged to spend more time with the Lord because uh, there's nothing more important uh, in this world because this life is temporary. We have an eternal life to prepare for. So um it has been such a pleasure um talking to you uh, Uncle Bobby regarding this topic. Um you've helped us understand some of the things um that are so essential for everybody's um uh, life in this world. And um we thank you so much for joining us for this podcast and uh uh we uh pray that uh, you and your family will be blessed um and uh, thank you so much yep. thank you thank, thank you sharan and the lord bless you as you continue with the podcast and uh, may this be a blessing so to much. others too thank, thank you thank you have yep. a good day